one ball, one strike, went out, one run. That kid the bat and kids what he done. He's uh, hi everyone again, and welcome to the Croisencast Northside. Forklift here, and with me again is Oleg. Hey, what's up, y'all? And uh, our Welsh correspondent, Tonker. <laughs> One of these days, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> our, Welsh, our Welsh chimney sweep. Yeah, at least at least we've let the Australian thing go, right? Oh, we'll get clearly to not. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, congratulations, Iron Order Tonk. I heard that Bindi Irwin is expecting a baby. I don't even know what a Bindi Irwin is. Steve yeah. Irwin's daughter, man. Oh, there you go. Nothing to do with me. I, had, I, I didn't touch it. It wasn't me. <laughs> no, I was on to, I recognize the name Irwin. Yeah. yeah. Well, Australian. <laughs> Jesus. Stop doing these. We've only done one other bit. Yeah. All right. All right. What Let's get right to the Cubs, shall we? <laughs> yeah, we shall. Um, the Cubs haven't played since the Stone Age, but their layoff was actually pretty productive. They actually gained a game on the rest of the division. <laughs> the rest of the NL Central is so bad. I saw well, this coming. I mean, I know it's difficult circumstances and everything's up in the air and it's very yeah. early days, but holy shit, they're bad. Yeah, but they're beating up on each other. Right, like, and they're the still Reds. somehow at all, all under five hundred. <laughs> well, with one exception. Who's that? The Reds, the Cubs. Oh no, no, right. I thought you meant yeah, the Reds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Pirates are already eight and a half back. Yeah, they're bad. They're they're bad. They're like awful. like I don't. The the Reds might be okay. I think the Brewers don't have any pitching. Um, well, and no Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo right, Cain and Lorenzo Cain's gone right. That's a, that's a big, like, I know he's been uh, on an offensive downswing, but uh, his defensive numbers are still really good, so that's a big loss for them. Yeah. But uh, it didn't help, uh, I, I don't know, this this whole thing, it, it's just weird to talk about it in this way, because I just don't think, uh, you know, the, that trade that they made uh, where they gave up Grisham for for Lauer and uh, Urias, that hasn't uh, paid off yet, because Urias has been out with COVID. He seems to be back now. I mean, but we'll see what he does, right? He's just a kid. Yeah. Um, RC is a really good choice. I mean, that, that, that NL Central has some really good defensive teams. And, like, you know, obviously we talked about uh, losing Kane, but um, I think there's a good shot for those, for, 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 for the Reds and the Cardinals to be really good, uh, at least defensively. The Cardinals have offensive issues, um, but they've got, they probably have, I don't know, is, is he the best pitcher in the NL Central, Jack Flaherty? One, one of the three or four best. Pitchers in yeah, the I was going to say, I think Kyle Hendricks is pretty decent. So no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not, yeah, we're not, I'm, I'm certainly not, uh, not suggesting. Yeah, but, Kyle yeah. but right now, right now, St. Louis's biggest problem is their immune system and low IQ. <laughs> Speaking of low IQ, how about that fucking Mike Clevenger asshole, huh? Well, Plesak and Clevenger both, they both violated protocol. Well, at least Plesak was, was, uh, had enough personal responsibility to, to admit to it right afterwards so they could quarantine him and keep him off the, off the plane and things like that. Clevenger right. didn't say shit until he was in a team meeting. Uh, and No, no, he didn't even say that, apparently. So he got on the, he went back to the hotel, he got on the bus, yeah. he got on the plane, yes. and somebody bubbled him. Somebody, somebody found out, and, and I don't think he admitted to anything. Oh, what an asshole. Oh. So the way that this obviously affects the Cubs. Well, actually, I think also that there was a, there were detectives at the hotel. I think oh, is they that right? To the team. 
Yeah, but apparently he got back into the hotel, and so um, uh, Plesak was was um, caught. Yeah, I think even yeah. on um, on his way back in, but Clevenger wasn't, um, and he managed to. Yeah, I mean, if 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 the detectives at the hotel had found him, then he'd never got on the bus where, or the plane. Where were they again? In Is Chicago. Oh, they were in Chicago. That's right. Holy yeah, shit, they were at the right. they were at the Cheesecake Factory. Is that where they went? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Clevenger and Plesak. Visiting the corner bakery, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory and the corner bakery over there are not very far from each other over in uh, by Michigan Avenue. There, they're not actually. No, yeah. you can probably visit both on the big. Yeah, bakery. right on the same on the same. Trip. Like, there's corner bakeries all over the place. <laughs> oh, that's where you get real Chicago food. What else? So I mean, um, but, but Clevenger was was thoroughly deceitful about the whole thing. I mean, yeah. so the, the the team has said you're not infectious for 48 hours. Um, until 48 hours after you yourself have been infected, as far as anybody knows, those 40, those first 48 hours are a gimme. But um, and so Clevenger, I suppose, could say, well, you know, I was just seeing how it went. Uh, but I, first of all, I don't suppose he knew that. And secondly, do we do, um, do we really think he was just waiting for the right time to turn himself in? No, I, fuck no. Of course he wasn't. He's a dumbass. So wait, so so let me hold on. You just said something. So the idea is you're not infectious for the first forty-eight hours. That's that's what um, apparently that's what um, what Cleveland, what the ball club have said. They've said we think it's all right. We're going to go ahead um, because <laughs> you know you're not infectious for forty-eight hours after you yourself has been infected, have been infected, and that whole um, hotel bus plane. Yeah, yeah. Thing yeah. was within 48 hours of Clevenger getting back to the hotel. Is that is, is that a CDC thing or is that a is that a uh, is that like generally Cleveland accepted? Indians thing? Yeah. It might be a Cleveland right. Indian so thing. So it's not generally accepted by the scientific <laughs> by the medical community. It's the, this is literally know. the first time hearing of this 48 hour grace period window or whatever the fuck it is. That's what they've said anyway. So they're so, saying, oh, you know, he was he was uh, you know he hasn't he can't be infected anymore. What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? Great so, on paper. So so quickly, so so obviously this affects the Cubs because they're supposed to be playing in Cleveland tonight. And if you're the Cubs, do you even do you play? Do you go? Do you get off the? Do, do you go into Jacobs Field, whatever the hell they call it? Do, do you even go in there? Like what's like you you've been so the Cubs have been amazing at containing and at being responsible about about this whole thing, right? They talk about it like it's they haven't had any positive cases anywhere, even in the support staff. They're all they've all been responsible. Now with this bullshit and now the idea that that and and again who knows, but the idea that the whole team, the whole Cleveland team could possibly have been exposed. And I'm not saying again, nobody's saying the police or Clevenger have it or whatever, but the the risk of exposure goes up exponentially now for them. Mm-hmm. If you're the Cubs, well, do you even play these games? Do they get a choice? Well, is you I down mean, to them or is you down to Major League Baseball? Why, why would ML, I mean, if, if the Cubs, I, I don't know what the protocol is, right? I'm, 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 I'm shooting from the hip here. I have no idea what the protocols is. But well, if you're I the mean, Cubs, go ahead. The Phillies. Or the Yankees refused to go to Philadelphia after the Marlins were there. So yeah. teams can refuse to play. It's happened. Yeah. So, course, I mean, you know, the I mean, Yankees are the Yankees. Well, but still, the Cubs are the Cubs, right? It's not that far off. Yeah. The Yankees. I mean, all things, you know, all things considered. Yeah. But so that's so that's the thing. If you're the guy like if you're Anthony Rizzo and, and you're the captain of the team or John Lester or whatever, you know, right? Like and you've been socially you've been responsible, personally responsible and you've done all the right things. I, I would just as soon tell Major League Baseball to go fuck themselves or tell the Indians to go fuck themselves. 
the thing, yeah, I mean, in principle, I agree with you, but I think we are getting to the point now where if there is much more of this, the whole thing's off. You've, no, no, I, I, I just, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a, you could say, you know, we're not going to Cleveland, we're not going to play these having two, three games, I don't know how many it is. Um, we're not, we're not going to do that, but it's the implications of that are fairly significant. I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's only two games, right? But now that's five games the Cubs have missed. Obviously, the Marlins are way, you know, way behind the eight ball. Um, well, actually, the, the Marlins, Marlins aren't as far behind it as the Cardinals are. Oh, no. The Cardinals the have Marlins... played the lowest number of games. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So even the... I mean, this is, it's, this is just a shit show, right? This goes into kind of what we mentioned uh, uh, earlier in the week about, or last week about, uh, you know, how, at what point does this thing just get called off, right? And I know that the owners, and to your point, Frank, you've always kind of talked about this, that the owners have always been just about getting to to the playoffs, right? You get to the playoffs. That's where you make your money. You don't have to pay the players or anything extra other than some playoff share, which is peanuts compared right. to what the owners make in the playoffs. So you don't have to play. So that's all they're, they're getting to. So at some point after say 30 games, or at some point, do you just sort of suspend the season for a month and say, all right, we're going to play 20 more games and then the play, right? Cause the owners don't give a shit. The players, as long as the players make their money for the 60 game prorated there, they seemingly would be okay. Um, so now it's just starting the playoffs and getting a playoff share. I, I don't know. Like, I don't I could see I this happening. Is... I could see this happening if you, um, the problem is we're only, even the, even the best teams at the moment are only 25% of the way through the yes. season. And here we are in the middle of August. Yes. So you are, you're going to start running into weather in October, obviously. Um, yes. Now, uh, to be fair, the playoffs as they stand run, for the most part, through October, and even I believe, I mean, the Cubs were in November when they won it, right? They were in, it was early November. Yeah. Um, so what I could see happening is that you end up playing this stupid fucking regular season yeah. all the way through October. Yeah. And then you go into a bubble. In well, Florida. that's what Jeff, Jeff Passan reported this really late last night. Or really oh, really? I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So I should Jeff be Jeff Passan. Yeah, right, because this is exactly what he said, that uh, MLB is considering a playoff bubble format. And if you right. do that... And then, you do it somewhere if, indoors. Yeah. Somewhere, that, right. You're somewhere that's do, fair weather. Do a bubble right. with a dome. Right, right. Unfortunately, Arizona and Florida are both kind of infectious hotspots. But, but you know, regardless of that... If you're looking at anywhere, you, anywhere you're looking to, to find, a, uh, to find a, a warm weather... Um, site for the playoffs but they're all but all the southern with fucking covid right right exactly all the southern states are the fucking you know rust belt or not rust belt the the fucking red belt of 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 the country and so they're all you know texas is fucked florida's fucked well or were you know as of a couple weeks ago um actually the one the one place that could be viable if they were going to do a bubble would be seattle because Safeco Field, I mean, Washington's not in bad shape, yeah. and Safeco Field's got a dome. But they would need a couple. They would need a couple of sites, right? You, right you're yeah, not going to put get away all with the one teams. ballpark. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So, so and, and and frankly, if it limits travel, that's a really really good thing, and I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. And I think even if you go like like we talked, uh, we, we we mentioned it last week. Also. I mean, the NBA bubble's working right. fine in Orlando. In Orlando, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's the nice thing, right? Everybody's just in you know huddled down. But the fact is, but part of that is that they also haven't had this run-up right that that mlb has had with players getting exposed and whatever so right. they're still so i feel like there's still this idea where they have to get their arms around the problem to begin with right when your whole the first thing you do is stop digging so the first thing you do is right you get your arms around the problem and then figure out 
you know, kind of how to move forward. And that's sort of the problem that I think MLB is having right now. Florida would work thinking about this because nobody's going to be watching the games anyway. So you don't need a big ballpark. You just need a ballpark. Well, right. Florida, you, Florida, of course, has all the spring training ballparks. Yeah, yeah, but but so you on. move down to Florida and you play all the games there for the playoffs. Well, but but hang on. So so the one thing that they that we've learned through the whole Toronto Blue Jays, you know, kind of uh, the I don't know if it's a debacle, but through them trying to find their home ballpark, is you don't necessarily want to play major league games that count in AAA ballparks because they don't have the infrastructure, the support infrastructure to support players like indoor batting cages, um, whatever else is needed, right? There's a lot weight of rooms, that. All yeah, that weight, right, exactly. Uh, so hang that. on, surely, surely, uh, okay, so not all of them, like um, Ho-Ho Cam was a bit of a dump uh, before the Cubs moved out, and who's, who's yeah. got him now? The A's? The, yeah. the A's refurbished it. Yeah, um, right. but the Cubs' new ballpark has got yeah. all of that. I guarantee it. No, no, for oh, sure, yeah. for sure. But but uh, I, I but don't we know. need I, to I... have it for both teams. Yeah, you know, in spring training, you know, you don't uh, have yeah, yeah. You... guys turn up on a bus, huh? yeah, right? Right. They come in on a bus, they play their game, and go home. They don't need all the facilities. So, but I'm with you. But you could find a major league ballpark, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with playing in Miami in that ballpark, right? Because you know, again, you're, you're sort of sanitizing everything. You're, you're going through whatever the protocols are. And, you know, the kind of part of it is that you're waiting a little while between the regular season ending and, and the playoffs beginning. So I think there's a lot of that. You, you can make it happen. But again, I think the problem is still not necessarily with the bubble in and of itself, but everything that leads up to that. Yeah, right? you've got to get that, right? Right, exactly, exactly. So that, and and that's, I, I think, the big problem. But, and the, the thing is, I mean, yeah, I'm pissed off at Clevenger. What he did was stupid. Um, particularly, if you, I don't know if you heard him talking about the Astros in the offseason. He was very vocal and very critical of the Astros for taking bread out of the mouths of young kids who were having their careers damaged and possibly even destroyed by facing up to the Astros who were cheating. Right, Clevenger mm-hmm. was. Clevenger he was, was yeah. About that, yeah. Extremely vocal about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's right about he's, that. he's absolutely right yeah. about that. But now he's he's doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I'm still not mad at him. Because he's a guy who's, what, 20, I don't know, 6, 27? Yeah. I fucking would have done He's got money, money coming out of his ears. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's been used to living the life of O'Reilly. And, uh, and somebody's come along and said, right, now you stop all of that. Yeah. For the foreseeable future. Yeah. And there's, I don't know, how many hundred of these guys who are young, stupid, yeah. rich. And of course yep. they're going off the rails. Of course they are. Yeah. And they're going to continue to do it. And in fact, it's going to get worse because the guys who are looking at this now are going, why the fuck am I staying in with the missus of an evening Yeah. Uh, to protect me and my teammates when these guys are out fucking around anyway? I might as well not bother. I'm yeah, but, but 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 there's enough blowback to those guys, right? And this is my kind of point about the Cubs is that I don't know how many guys are getting away with it now. That's true. I mean, well, if if the teams really are so so, if these guys got stopped walking back or or at least, and I guess Plesac got. I don't know how you miss Clevenger with that fucking hair, but if Plesac got stopped, you know, say, it's not like it's not like they could think he's Joey Ramone. Joey Ramone, dead. <laughs> <laughs> but that's sort of the thing is that like if, if the team's protocol themselves are stopping guys from going out and doing this right if they're being if they're being babysat anyway 
um, then it may not be that many guys, right? This really may be an isolated incident. And, and you're right, we don't know. But, you know, I'm willing to at least give that benefit of the doubt to the teams for doing the right things from, from a team level, if not from an individual level. And I think even furthermore, this goes back into what the Cubs should do or shouldn't do or whatever they want to do. Um, and maybe, maybe it is, you know, maybe the Cubs do tell, you know, Major League Baseball, to fuck off like this is this is a big deal right like like they've been good and they want to continue to be good because they understand this personal responsibility and and one of the things also is that you know they're off to i don't know if you heard this but they're pretty good this year they're off to a really hot start and so based on that that. yeah 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 just in case you guys needed to know uh also in case you forgot they did win the world series in 2016 i don't know if you guys remember that i'm pretty sure we heard about that yeah you'd think right um but anyway regardless of that like like they have been good and i think they want to continue to be good and so and healthy well that's yeah that, i guess that's what i'm saying about being good being, good, being good, responsible yeah, good, the good is kind of secondary yeah to being and, healthy. And, but so that's sort of the point is that hey look like these guys did something wrong and and granted cleveland did the right thing by telling police act to go fuck off at home for a little while and and now quarantining uh clevenger as well but even that like who the hell knows what's going to happen now they're out that they're outside of the site of of the of the babysitters that Cleveland has, right? Like now who yeah. knows what's gonna happen and maybe that's the bad thing, but I don't know. I think this is gonna get worse, honestly. Not I do too, of course. And I think, and I think we're gonna really, really gonna struggle. Of course it is. Yeah, to get to the postseason. Yeah, and I and I think you're right. I, it, it's great, like, I mean, they've canceled the college football season now, right? To the great dismay of, uh, I don't know. Tony wasn't happy, was he? Who wasn't? Tony. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, so that's that's interesting. The other thing, the other. Uh, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Fuck it. So, yeah, so I don't know. Be that interesting. No, probably not. I mean, is anything that that I say uh, or that we say is. Um, but that's sort of the thing is that like the Cubs really would be within their rights to, and I and I think that they're. I, I, I'm. I'm think, actually. What do you think the chances of them? What do you think of the chances of them can? Well, so so it's uh, so it's just not to not to pull back the curtain, but it's coming up to about noon in Chicago, right? I would I would guess that if they were flying to Cleveland, they probably would have left by now. Do you I think? would think they probably would have gone last night. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, you want to get that extra night in Cleveland if you possibly can, right? A city so nice, LeBron left it twice. <laughs> now, come on, mate! You've had that on the you used that last time. Oh, yeah. did I? You yeah. did. Oh, that's oh right. man, our listeners are turning off in droves. <laughs> listeners. I, I don't even think we have, I can't even say we have tens of listeners yet. I don't think oh. we have 10 listeners. No, we're not, we're not into double digits do we, do yet. We have, do we have a listener? Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, Thanks, no, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 nobody we don't know, but <laughs> it's a start, right? So anyway, my, my, uh, so I, I don't know when they would have left or when they wouldn't have left. And certainly if they left last night, that gives them plenty of opportunity to come back. Um, there hasn't been any announcements. There's nothing on Twitter about it yet. There's nothing, nothing anywhere. So, uh, as, what are the, uh, are the bookies giving odds on this? I haven't even looked. And the odds of them coming back, or them actually playing, or no, the odds of tonight's game. The odds of tonight's game. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't. Well, I know the Marquee Network is. They've been tweeting out plugging tonight's game. So, uh, since that's basically an extension of the Cubs management, it oh, looks yeah, like yeah, looks enough. like it's it's a go. Mm. Mm. There you go. I guess there have been some urgent discussions in uh, darkened rooms. 
between well, the Cubs and the, the Indians. And... But again, I don't think I don't. I don't know how much I'd read into that, right? Because the Cubs players could always, you know, all it takes is for Rizzo to tweet out, we're not playing, and they're not playing, right? Like it doesn't, the Cubs management can say whatever they want, but at the end of the day, you know, like I think that there's at least a little bit of power or, or at least a little bit of the decision-making power. That there the, absolutely is. I mean, look at Marcus Stroman, who's just, and he's, he's had an enormous amount of okay, he's taken some shit as well. Yeah. He's an enormous amount of support. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, he I just actually think opted out. I actually think what he did was great. He didn't yeah. opt out until he had enough service time so he can be a free agent at the end of this year. Yeah. So like, for the first time, I'm, I'm done. Fuck you. Yeah. So here you've got a player manipulating service time against yeah. the team. Well, but he was also on the IL, right? He hasn't pitched. Uh, he said his calf was fine. No, no, no. He said his calf was fine, but he was still yeah. on the IL. So, so yeah. at least he was able to kind of uh, – there's a lot of players who don't have that kind of luxury. I mean, I'm glad he did it. I'm not criticizing him for doing it, right? I'll, I'll always be pro player. But, um, but at least he uh, – Yeah, well, you're a commie. Yes, true that. At <laughs> le- <laughs> but at least he, uh, he, had, uh, he had the, um, the privilege – not the privilege, the, the luxury of being on the uh, – on the IL. God damn it, are you drinking a beer? I'm drinking a beer. Are you not? He's, he's no. drinking a Heineken. Fucking new. It's, uh, it's 10 to 7 here, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, past and where he is, Heineken's actually a domestic beer. Yes. It's, it's, it's not great, but it's, it's perfectly, it's perfectly uh, drinkable. And uh, I think uh, the most important thing is it's half price at the moment. Oh, nice. That is important. And it's very cold and very fizzy and it's very hot here. Yeah. So, Wait, are you, are you still in uh, Germany? No, no, I um, I had to come back from Germany to pick up the uh, dog. Oh, yeah, the yeah, The rest yeah. of the family's in Germany. I'm back in the Netherlands. And it's, uh, like, it's mid-90s here and has been for about a week. Just, yeah, I just old fizzy beer is hitting the spot right now. Nice. You're, no. you're, long, you're longing for the coastal breezes of Cardiff. <laughs> Jesus. It's never going to end, man. If, it's you never, never end. If, you've ever smelled, if you've ever smelled the coastal breezes of South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, it doesn't smell of salt and. and is it peaty? Is, is it peaty wind. down there? It doesn't smell like scotch. No, it smells like um, cat poo, and, uh, rubbish. I, I, oh, St. Louis. And, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's basically uh, St. Louis Lewis. by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's out of a, a mosquito-filled mm. river. They've got dropped uh, dropped kebab and that. Nice. Just, right. just build a giant croquet wicket there, and you've got St. Louis. <laughs> so, uh, can we uh, can we discuss uh, uh, Jose Quintana? Uh, when's he supposed to be back? I don't know, but uh, he's he he threw uh, he, he threw, threw a, a sim game. game. Yeah, the other day. Um, so he looks to be back. And then what happens? I know we talked a little, touched on it a little bit uh, earlier. But uh, any any further thoughts? You can I well, don't think now. You can go to a six-man rotation. Why not? Because you already you've already got way too many gaps. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Mills, Mills already is missing a start. Uh, he pitched he pitched on Saturday in a scrimmage, so they're skipping his start. They're going with uh, Lester and Hendricks in mm-hmm. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be that they're already prepping Mills for the bullpen, or it could be that, like like I said last week. Uh, at least for the first start or two, Quintana and Mills will be in a piggyback situation. Yeah, and I think that that, that, that may be a so good the, thing. So they both know. start, essentially. 
because the problem now becomes not necessarily now, but what happens when you start playing all of these double headers that you have to make up, right? Then you really, right. then you might need six starters. Right now, you may not need it, but eventually you might. And so, and I think that's one have. of the reasons. I think one of the reasons they never brought Alzali up is because I think they're keeping Alzali stretched out in yes. South Bend for when they're going to need to stack up starting sure. pitching. Sure. But here's the here's the other side of it is. Uh, whether no, no matter what you think of the Ricketts's financial situation, um, there is an opportunity with all of these pitching in, uh, injuries to get the Cubs under the luxury tax and reset it for next year by trading away Quintana. Right? They're they're close enough to that two hundred eight million dollar number that if they get under it, they can reset. Not that the Ricketts's are going to spend more or whatever the fuck they're doing, but um, at least that's that's the other side of it is do you, do you just trade them for whatever you can get? And I'd be okay. I think it depends a bit, a little bit on, I mean, I'm already on record as being a, a Mills guy. I like Mills. Mm-hmm. I think he could really turn into a solid. Yeah. Essentially it could turn into what we hoped Q would be. Um, and he's younger and cheaper and all the rest of it. Um, Q has been pretty consistent, mm-hmm. but but not never. I don't think the kind of impact pitcher that I certainly hoped he would be coming across. I think a lot of people. Well, part of it, he was uh, he really was ridden pretty hard by the White Sox for about five years before he came to yeah, the Cubs. I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting that you know this is any this this there's no slight on him at all. You know, um, I like the guy enormously. But he's not—he's not been. No. He's, he's been good, but not great for the Cubs. I mean, because I don't suppose he's going to get any better at this point. So right. If you get something for him, right, you get something for him. Because there was a little bit of well, what, what if they get nothing for right? What, the, the idea is just to dump that ten and a half million dollar salary to get you know even well, if it's you don't even need much, do you? Yeah. Right? right. And so that's the other side of it. But is he worth more at this point with the way that the Cubs have started and assuming like if the year doesn't end, I don't know what's going to happen. Right? There's a kind of we talk about it in the abstract what happens if they don't finish the season but there's going to be a lot of those types of issues that have to get worked out around the luxury tax around service time um around contracts right all of that sort of stuff like if they don't finish the season just as an example what happens to luster's contract do do all of these contracts that just sort of move up a year do the players get the choice of either continuing on with the years if it never happened or becoming free agents. Like there's a lot of those types of issues that I feel will need to be worked out, um, which, which might be more interesting than anything else to follow in the off season or, you know, kind of leading up to the off season, but what happens, right? What happens to luxury tax? Do you automatically just sort of reset it and pretend like this year never happened? Like, I don't no, know how they've, to, been, they've been playing by the seat of their pants with everything else, so true. I'm not even exactly, going to guess. Yeah. That's true. an awful lot of questions. And there's, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think anybody's got any idea. Right. Any I, don't, I don't think either Rob, Manford, neither Rob right. Manford nor Tony Clark have these answers no, either, no. frankly. No, <laughs> no, of course not. Top Manford. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so those are the kinds of things that, that that have to get worked out, and obviously there's a lot of uh, a lot of those consequences or good things. I don't know um, that that the Cubs will feel, and that's you know just from a purely contract point of view. And if the Cubs can reset the luxury tax, I, I mean, holy shit, they'd be in amazing shape going into next year with Lester's contract, Chadwick's contract, Quintana's contract, all gone. I mean, granted they have to replace these guys also, but assuming that Mills takes a spot. 
Darvish is still there. Hendricks is obviously still there. I mean, you've and got a lot of money coming off the books that might turn out to be a pretty good thing. You could, you could do something like renew kidneys. No, Steven Souza Jr. Oh, Souza Jr. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now we're talking. Maybe, wow, maybe, man. maybe, maybe they can bring back Blake Dewitt. <laughs> oh yeah, or the um, Stop. Well, before dream big, dream big. Before... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Before spring training got shut down, the Cubs were allegedly working on an extension with Baez. Yes. And I'd imagine that the two top priorities in this off season are going to be Baez and Bar- Baez and Bryant. Yeah. This is a this is a big discussion. Needs, I think, probably yeah. needs this is, episode this... all to itself. Yeah, we yeah. can't we can't get into this one at this point. Who do you know? Who do you and... who do you renew first? I think this is a good topic, but we can't get into it now. It's, it's a really good topic. I think it's one we should save for after the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy to talk about it in season. We just need a half an hour. You know, yeah, we definitely do. Rather than um, nine minutes and fourteen seconds. Actually, I actually have one question I want to ask you guys is uh, what should the Cubs do with Nico Horner? At this point, he's just not hitting. I mean, you let him let him play. I mean, yeah, it's I hard so. to say, granted, you got a 60-game season, but I think right now that offense is so good you can almost absorb him. Right? It's the same thing in 2015 when Baez – well, Baez came up in 14, but it's the same things, right, that you could sort of let guys figure things out at the major league level because the rest of the team is so good. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I don't think I mind. I mean, he's playing, his defense has been, eh, whatever. But uh, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with letting him try to figure out. He can hit, right? The guy can hit. It's not like don't, he's got to do yeah. I think if the, he is never going to get a, uh, a lower pressure opportunity to get his shit together in the big leagues. The Cubs, are, the Cubs are way ahead of the rest of the league. The rest of the offense is picking up any slack that he might need them to pick up. If he's, you know, it's not like they're in, a, in the middle of a pennant race and uh, uh, the bats are struggling. Right. Uh, and everybody notices, you know, when he's, right. uh, when he's making more outs than he, than he you'd ideally like it to be. I mean, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. So let the kid play and, you know, hopefully yeah. he figures it out. And, I mean, the one thing that is good is the fact that he, Kipnis has actually been productive right, yeah. so far. Yes. So they've actually got a pretty solid second base platoon. Yeah. Um, Ross's biggest challenge at the moment has been trying to find a bats for Bodie. Well, I, I don't think that's going to be that big of a deal going. I mean, with the DH, you could do whatever you want. And as long as Bodie gets his 15, 20 plate appearances per week. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Well, like you, 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 you want to get his glove in there, too. He's Bodie's, yeah, Bodie's had, good. He had that game against Kansas City where he like magically turned into Ron Santo. He kept doing all these <laughs> charging barehanded plays. And I was like, Oh my God, it's, you know, like I say, he looked like Ron Santo. Yeah. My mind kind of, I mean, it's fun. It's a good, you know, having, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't know if you guys have thought about this, but having more good players is better than not having enough good players. So I don't know if that's something. Wise words. Guys, Wise words. I'll have to take that under consideration. Right. Right. Yeah. Feel free to use that as you want when you go forward yeah. in your life. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, and honestly, it's of... not particularly relevant to the rest of my life, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Having more good things than not enough good things. Is... Oh, no, but you were quite specific about players. That's well, that's because we're specifically talking about you know what to do with Bodie. Okay, anyway, but, right, but the fact so here's the here's the thing with Bodie, right? Under understanding that Kipnis is playing way over his head, and if Horner continues to struggle, I think 
you know, giving Bodie more plate appearances isn't going to be an issue going forward. Right. Like, I don't think, first of all, it's, it's just not a lot of games. So it's not, it's just not that big of a deal. Right. I just don't think, well, what are they 13 games in? Right. So it's not, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And, uh, um, you know, just quickly looking at Horner's numbers, um, he's, he's striking out a lot more than he usually has. Um, he's walking. It looks like he's walking at about uh, at, at much at a much higher clip than he did last year in the majors, but around where he's been and, you know, throughout throughout his minor leagues. And the other thing to keep in mind with Horner is that he, he never he never played AAA. Right. So this is his learning on the job, and that's fine. And I think that they're seeing enough value uh, from him to do that. He's been an above average base runner. Um, I mean, the rest of us, the rest of us, the numbers are just ugly. I did. I didn't even bother scrolling down on fan graphs to look at his hard hit percentage or anything like that. So, I mean, you're right. It's, it's been a struggle, but uh, I don't know. Let him figure out the, the, the rest of the offense is just so good. I mean, maybe save for Hayward. Um, I haven't even looked at Hayward's numbers this year at all. So I have no idea how he's going the other day. There's, there's yeah. signs of Hayward. Well, there always have. Uh, it's incredibly frustrating because he'll go through. You'll go through a hot streak where you think, yeah, 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 here we go. Yeah. Finally, yeah. the Hayward that we thought we were getting. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love the guy. Yeah. I'm glad he's a cub, you know, but his bat hasn't been what we hoped it would But occasionally, he'll just give you a glimpse of... I mean, it's only three years after this one. Good God, is it really three more? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, two, three years ago, that seemed like a lifetime. Uh, only three more years right now is, is perfectly acceptable. And you're getting to the point now where I think you can kind of, uh, of course, if he were a free agent now, he's not signing for three years and 75 million or whatever the fuck he'll have left after this year. But uh, at least you're getting to the point where, you know, he might be valuable to some other teams, especially to a rebuilding team. Um, if you eat half a salary or something like that, right? Like there's, there's ways to begin to mitigate uh, his sunken cost. But also to your point, man, I, I love Jason Hayward. I don't, you know, I, I, the intangibles that he brings, and I'm not a huge intangibles guy, but the intangibles that he brings, uh, I mean, I'll, you know, he won, the, he won the World the Series team. for him, right? <laughs> that speech, he won the World Series for him. Well, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't mean to keep breaking up things. It. Yeah, I don't mean to keep bringing up uh, um, uh, information that hasn't been put into evidence, but the Cubs won the 2016 <laughs> World Series, if you guys didn't. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that's, Jason also, Hayward made a speech. that's also four years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, what have you done for me lately? But I, yeah, I, I mean, we're we're getting to the point where the 2016 Cubs are very dangerously becoming the 2005 White Sox ah, and the 1985 Bears. Uh, I mean, first of all, it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder in baseball than one it is. is one, man. Yeah, no, no, I get it. But it's a lot harder in baseball, and the rest of the teams have caught up. I'm not saying. Look, Theo is not. He's 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 made more bad moves than good moves since 2016. Right. Yeah. Even even they even away. His... they have pissed away some chances. Yes. Yeah. But it didn't help that Bryant was hurt. It didn't help that the pitching wasn't all there. Lester, as much as we hate to admit it, kind of fell off a cliff at least a little bit from a velocity standpoint. And he's still, you know, big dick John, but he still hasn't been the same pitcher since two thousand sixteen. Um and no, but anybody... the Cubs the Cubs signed him knowing that that was going to be right. the of situation. Course. Where... That is not unexpected. And let's, and let's and 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 the single biggest uh, the single biggest detriment to them continuing this championship window has been the Ricketts' inability to get their arms around any sort of a budget for improving the ballpark for what appears to be a shitty deal that they made to buy the team in the first place, um, and they're 
absolute inability and and uh, lack of desire to spend money. And that has there's no excuse for the Cubs to not have kept the window open even more to fix the mistakes that they've that they've made. Like this is not this is a team that should have absolutely been able to absorb a Jason Hayward mistake that should have absolutely been able to absorb any other outlay of money that they could have had. Because at the end of the day, they still had really good depth pieces that they could have brought up for cheap, like Victor Caratini, right? And and Nico Horner. And and so they've 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 just continued to piss away any kind of an opportunity to fix their mistakes with money. And that's really how you have to look at it and and fuck the Ricketts. It's frustrating to see because it's what the Dodgers have successfully done. And it's yeah. frustrating well, to see that because Andrew the Dodgers Friedman, have been fucking great for the last four but or I think, but Andrew, longer than that. Yeah, and, and Andrew Friedman is in a different atmosphere, right? This guy, he's he's been able to sort of keep under the luxury tax by trading contracts for contracts, right, that have been able to sort of absorb a longer term at a less average value to keep them under that luxury tax so they never had to use that as an excuse. Andrew Friedman is in a whole different atmosphere as far but as also the Dodgers or the Dodgers organization is just on a completely different level in yes. terms of player development. Yes. I mean, Gavin Lux was like the 29th pick in the draft, yeah. right? Dustin May, Walker Bueller wasn't that high. Fact, I saw that guy that came my pitching the other day. He's disgusting. Was yeah. it Dustin May with the I, hair? Yeah. yeah. Oh my good Lord. You've just, I, I mean, you've just got no chance. You've got no yeah. chance. And look at, yeah, the guy throws 100 miles an hour, and you look at guys like Stripling, etc. So, careful, he's like 90 miles an hour, something stupid. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We should leave that. All right, well, listen, podcast. listen, guys, we're down to less than a minute to go. So, any final thoughts? Go, Cubs. Fuck the Dodgers. And as always, fuck you, Huey. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>